0: The Lewis of All Experience is a production of Soul Magic Studios. Welcome everyone to the Lewis of All Experience. I am just so delighted that you chose to be a part of this experience with me. You could be doing anything and everything in the world, but you chose to spend it right here with me, and I am super grateful that you did. I am your host Louis Duvall, and I am to say the word excited. I I it is truly truly an understatement uh to have this actress with me today, this legacy actress with me today. Um such a wealth of knowledge. You, you know what? Let's just jump right into it, shall we? So, my guest today, she is an actress of film, television, theater. And I particularly love working with her on one particular stage project Uh, she may remember many moons ago. Uh, She's been featured in commercials. She's a spokeswoman, a host, an amazing mother. And when I say that she has a host of gems in regards to this entertainment business, I do mean she has gems. So, (laughs) my fellow listeners, ladies and gentlemen, it is a pleasure to present to you Miss, Mrs. Well... We'll just give it uh, Miss Colleen Hawthorne, my
1: girl. Yay, that was exciting. Oh my goodness, what a welcome that was. Hey, how are you,
0: my dear?
1: I am well. Hey, How are you? I am
0: good wifey now. I know there's a lot of folks out there when they listen to this it's like uh are they together? Wifey? Yeah, what's what's good with wifey? What's good with that? <laughs> we'll talk about that later on. Um and
1: I have I have to tell you though. I know multiple times when we would chit chat back and forth and I'd say, "Hey hubby, or you would say, "Hey wifey, people did send me private messages <laughs> and say, hey, what's going on here." <laughs>
0: I bet, I bet they did. They're like, uh, Colleen, um, we need to know about something. It's like, oh no, it's yeah, long story, long story. The, the, you had to be there to understand. Um,
1: you had to.
0: It is such a pleasure. A uh, quick question: Where on planet Earth are you right now?
1: I am in Mount Holly, New Jersey. However, before I got on this. um, this call with you i was out searching for a new home
2: oh word
1: yeah so i'm heading back over to the bridge to pennsylvania and i'm kind of excited about that
0: you're coming wait a minute so um all right wait a minute
1: (laughs) back up yeah
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) wait a minute so weren't you in pennsylvania before or were you Uh always in jersey
1: no i was born and raised in pennsylvania that's my hometown are you kidding me
2: okay and then came
1: over across the bridge a couple years ago prior to getting married and now it's time to say goodbye to new jersey and head back over on the other side of the river so i'm excited
0: you know i never got a Chance to verbally. I wish I was, and I wish I was there. But I was, you know, it was like I'm scrolling through Facebook, and I'm like, and I see, and I'm like, a (laughs) word, wait, what? She got married. (laughs) I never got a chance to like verbally say to you, congratulations for jumping the broom. Congratulations. How how is it? How's married life?
1: You know, it's funny that you say that. It's funny that you even ask because uh, nine years ago we met. And the way we met was an awkward situation. And he kept asking me, you yeah, know, let's just go out for dinner. Let's just go out for dinner. And I shut it down, shut it down, shut it down. I completely ignored this poor guy. And finally, one day I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go out and I'm going to have dinner. It'll shut him up and everything will be fine. And then it <laughs> turned out I happened to like the guy. And then he was always, well, you know, would you ever think about getting remarried? Absolutely not. To me, it was. Nope, 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 nope. I had been divorced for 20 some years at that point, And I was not about to do it again. And mm. two years ago, two years ago, <laughs> he asked and the way he asked was so cute. And I was like, all right, well, if we're going to do it, we got four weeks to plan. If I don't do it in four weeks, then I'm... Well, because taxes were coming uh, too well. You you (laughs) know, you have to be married less than half a year to claim an independence (laughs) the following year, right? (laughs) That's the way to do it.
0: That's the way to do it.
1: And my cell phone bill was due. Now I'm on a family plan. It's cheaper, so...
0: Yeah. Wow.
1: <laughs> Always thinking ahead. That's my girl.
0: Always thinking ahead.
1: All I, joking aside, it's been good though. I
0: you, Listen, that guy is such a uh, listen. He's, he's got the best of the best of the best of the best of the best right there. Man. You I need tell
1: to tell you. him that. You need to tell him that. I think I rub him the wrong way sometimes. Listen, my husband's a Quaker. <sighs> so we are completely well. two different. People, I'm not saying anything, you know. About yeah, places, yeah, yeah. He's very, yeah, yeah. he's very quiet, very, you know, docile. But Nothing that's a, irritates him.
0: That's a great balance, though. You got to think about it. That's a great balance because someone who's fiery and feisty, and you know, woohoo! To and then he he levels you down. <laughs> it's like you know, yeah, babe. But listen, you know,
2: let's just have a nice nice,
0: nice little quiet barbecue. You know, just chill. You know, you're like right, well, right, I right. Wanna go out, <laughs> But I want to go to Camden. Now, let's go crazy. Let's go to New York. Let's go to, you know, Tallahassee. Let's do something. No,
1: no, let's just well, Yeah, Tim. That's, him. <laughs> that's, that's what you group, need. So.
0: <laughs> you're good having a good balance. So, that's that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, I do. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, it, it was 2 years that you guys, you know, since you jumped the broom? Yeah, it'll be
1: 2 years this year.
0: Mhm. Wow. That's a 2 years that's a yeah so I'll get to it I'll, I'll get to that part of in in, in another segment but um um yeah it, this is this is awesome um I I always often wonder when I ask actors this question I often wondered from your humble beginning so you said that you were from uh Pennsylvania uh, where exactly mm-hmm. were you from
3: born, born in
1: Philadelphia Born, born and raised in Philadelphia, moved to Bucks
0: County when I was about six or seven. So, so were you at a young age, did anyone like see the actress side? Like when, like, you know, the, when you're, when you're a kid, like when did you, when did you discover or stumble upon like wanting to do this or, or was it put in your lap or like it, it's, it's often curious because everyone's story is different.
1: No, actually, growing up, I mean, I I did things, you know, like dance, ballet, things that I would consider to be part of the performing arts, but it wasn't really anything that struck me as, you know, I think I'm going to do this the rest of my life. I wanted to be a nurse, honestly. And then when I was in my early, late 20s, early 30s, my youngest son had a learning disability. Mm. And he obtained things by visually watching them. So when he was a kid, like five or six, he could sit down and watch a kid's movie or a cartoon and memorize it, like literally memorize it. Wow. And then one day I was approached and, and they, but believe it or not, it was an agent in a supermarket. She gave me a business card and she said, my son had a face for TV. And I went home and thought about it, and I thought, he does have a face for TV. But you know what? It's really hard to memorize. He's visual. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I took him on an audition, and in the midst of that audition, they wanted to audition me, (laughs) and I had no knowledge (laughs) at all about what was going on. I knew nothing. You know what I mean? And if you listen to other people, a lot of people will steer you in the wrong direction. Right, right. You know? So I knew nothing. And she said, look, just... In front of the camera, slate your name. Didn't even know what the word slate was. And um, read these lines. Well, I got up. I was in heels. I fell in front of the camera. Oof. I got up, straightened out, you know, my shirt and dusted myself off. And I just smiled and said, Yeah, my name is Colleen Hawthorne. And I read the lines. And 48 hours later, I got a call.
0: Wow. Do you remember what I got it a was? Call,
1: and my son, yes. Yeah i do he was auditioning for uh, a pop-tart commercial and they also had a second audition for um it was a commercial for for a sanitation product like a woman's sanitation product really but, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah go figure go what a way figure to start a that. right <laughs> but um yeah. That had to be
0: fun I mean, though. That had to be fun. It,
1: it, you know, it, it was it was it was fun. It was fun. Um I mean they called me because, you know, they said you made the top three. I didn't realize there was like a ten, five, three, two, one right, kind of right, deal. Right, but right. Um, I, I I didn't get the geek per se. I'm kinda glad at the time I didn't because I knew nothing about it. So at that point that's when I went off and studied film, theater, you know, commercial technique and all of that stuff. And from there on, that's, that's, that's where it derived from. Really. It wasn't anything I planned.
2: Wow. But I,
1: I, find it, I, you know what? I love it though. Cause for me, it's like therapy. It really is. It's a way of therapy.
0: Right, right, right. And, and it's crazy. Well, how, what, what, what came of your son's audition? What, what happened with him?
1: Well, he ended up playing football as a kid. And, uh, some of the kids on the football team were teasing him, you know, and, so he stopped. He did. He never really pursued it, but it he did go to school at the same time I did and it actually developed his way of thinking and training himself to do, you know, everyday things. Oh wow. That he yeah, it it he he, he hasn't he hasn't pursued that avenue, but it actually Helped him develop his brain and the way he sees th- sees things and retains things. So it it was good all the way around for both of us.
0: Dope. Wow.
1: Yeah.
2: Does
0: he remember? Crazy. When, does he remember um, when 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 he was? I mean, he how old was he when you, when you did that uh, that audition? He
1: was. He was six.
0: Does he remember it?
1: Oh, he remembers it very clearly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> Yeah, because you know, at that age, they're embarrassed. So if we got in the cart, was like, "That was embarrassing, mom. I can't believe you did that, mom." And but hey, that's you know, what? hilarious it the bills after that? You know, that is so no hilarious.
2: Sense
0: of complaining.
1: <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine? I
0: can't can, imagine man. that. I, oh man, listen, that that's that's dope. But you know, it's a you know, that's just a great bond right there between mom and son. That's a that's a, yeah, a that's an amazing bond. I know that he, yeah. I don't know if you kid him, you know, every, it, 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 you know, as he gotten older, he's like, you remember that, you know, remember that? Or has he passed a product that you've, that you've auditioned for, you know, in those earlier days, like, remember that sanitation product? That's what I was doing when we remember you was six. <laughs> well, I
1: mean, what, what I, what I say to him was, listen, I just want to let you know that Pop-Tart gig or all those things that you gave up would have paid for your college. Thanks for sticking me with the bill. So, that's how I remind him about that. Yeah. You seem to forget. You could have had a little bit of money to help pay for college. Now I'm stuck with the bill, that's, but it's all good. It's all great. <laughs> yo. Here's a, here's
0: a, here's a, here's a funnier question. So fast forward, right? So yeah. you, you've, you've discovered like, oh, wow, this could be something really, really dope for me to do. So mm-hmm. when you started to take it seriously, when you started, you know, after you're studying, after you're, you know. After really mm-hmm. starting to get into the niche and groove, do you remember your first professional audition?
1: I do remember my first professional. Um,
0: Not the sanitation audit- one. Not the sanitation no. one. No. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. The first uh, professional one that I landed was in New York. When you say first professional, you're talking about first big check. First that, big like, check. Where, the big that one. On the, TV? the big Kahuna's.
0: Okay. Yep, the big one.
1: Yeah. Um, as a stand-in for Joan London. Oh wow. Yeah. Uh huh. Yes.
0: Talk to me. I'm, talk to me a little bit about stand-ins, because uh, you know I hear listeners that they when they hear certain terms, they're not familiar so much with like we know it, but you know right. I can't assume that everyone un- understands what that means. So. Tell, tell me, tell you know, just just a real brief synopsis. What is a stand-in?
1: So a stand-in is a person who is close to the same height, close to the same build, close to the same look. I mean, not necessarily. You don't have to be 100% looking like the person that you're standing in for. Okay. But when it comes to commercials, um, film, whatever, whatever the gig is, TV, the main actor or actress has a stand-in. And what that person does for me, what I, let me speak for myself, what I did, right. that, what I did that day was I arrived on set before the person I was standing in for arrived.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: The day before the actual shoot, I sat in dressed the same way she was. My hair was done the same way she was. And they would position me in the chair that she was going to be sitting in. I ran her lines memorized her lines and they checked for the lighting. They checked for the sound. Everything was documented this way. When they brought her in, all of that was already done. So it was, it it saved a lot of time. It saved a lot of money too, when it comes to production and that stand in does the work. When the actor that they're standing in for is not there. Mm -hmm. For instance, um, I mean, you've worked. You, you, I mean, you worked on the Creeds, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. They had stand ins that, yep, that yep, ran yep. the lines and the whole nine yards. And that's pretty much just to get the beat to the camera, the steps, the sounds, the lighting. And it's a good gig. It is a really good gig if you get one. Right. You can't complain about the money when it comes to that. But it's it's work. You're working long hours, just like, you know, the person you're filling in for. You do have to memorize their lines or at least have an idea, Right. their body language, the whole nine yards. But it's a a good part of training for people that are just coming in. It teaches you a lot about how to posture yourself, hold yourself, Mm. um, count your steps, Mm. memorizing your lines. You know, for people that um, are just up and running and they see a gig for a stand-in, I mean it's the perfect way to start to lead into something bigger because you may not necessarily be on camera and be seen
2: mm-hmm.
1: but the position that you're holding is a pretty important posi- you know position to be in especially if you are standing in for a hollywood celebrity in a film or television or right. commercial right So you're, you're developing a technique. You're learning lines. You're learning your character. You're learning your positioning. You're learning your posture. You're learning pretty much everything that you need to know without being seen. I mean, you can't go long, right?
0: No, you can't. And you know what Yeah. the the cool part is, is that, you know, stand-ins are just as important as the actual, as actually acting because
2: virtually you
0: are, You, you, you may not be, you may not be covered. Well, it's it's such a depending upon the situation of what what production that you're dealing with, because you could be a stand in and the person that they had hired for this particular role while you're this you were hired to do to be a stand in. They were looking for, you know, X person. They never showed up or mm-hmm. whatever. And they're like, okay, since you're the stand-in, now you're gonna be this. How fast can you learn the lines? And you're like, you know, you don't you don't say no, you just go, you know, and that leads to other opportunities. And then from you not being on camera, then you're standing right next to, or if not delivering a one or two lines. And that's what actually happened. That's what actually happened in Creed. It was like this one person who had the look of what they initially casted for for this young woman. And the, for whatever reason, she didn't show up, uh, and she got the lines to being a uh, a reporter, and she was like right there on the fly. It was like two, it was like two people that did that. Oh, well,
1: see, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: it was it was on the first Creed. This is the this is like in the oh uh, the first one. Okay, yeah, yeah, the first one. It was like where Sylvester Stallone, Michael B, and the other dude. They were like supposedly to be in Germany or so, or whatever. I know it was in the United States, but it was supposed to be like the the press conference. So, yeah, and it was pretty interesting. It was the first time I met Sly, first time i have seen Michael, and they all looked, at, you know, Sly, hey, how you doing, how you doing, how you doing? How you, how you, how you he never you changed. Doing? You, they never
2: changed. <laughs> <laughs> I was,
0: and the funny story is, like, I stood up, you know, just to, I, I think I was trying to get a stretch, but I was like, yo, that's sly. He's like right next to me. So I stood up, you know, just get a nice stretch in. And I was amazed. Like I had to look down after I stretched. I was like, Oh wow. He is short. Jeez. He is. <laughs> <laughs> he is.
1: I know.
0: But yeah, nonetheless, you don't want to, um, you don't want to pass up on those opportunities, but that's a great yeah. gem to know. Cause not a lot of folks know that, but, um,
1: You know, stand-ins also, they'll they'll stand in in a position where um, the actor themselves are uncomfortable. I mean, to even extend that a little bit, you can have a stand-in or a body double when it comes to scenes that, you know, they are uncomfortable doing. So, I mean, that's another gig, too, that's, I've never done that, per se, but. That's another good gig, gig, too. And that stems from learning how to be
0: a stand in. Uh, so, being a double, meaning that if an actress or an actor doesn't want to do a specific type of scene, they're like, you know what, physicality purposes, I just can't, my shoulder, you know, my, my arm or whatever. So, they get a or pers- nudity, or nudity, and they get a person that mm-hmm. looks close to the mark to you, then they'll jump in and do it and it'll make it seem as if it was the other actor. Got
1: it. Exactly. Got mm-hmm.
0: it. Yeah, that's not a bad gig, you know, unless you don't No, mind. it's not. Unless you don't mind showing your tush. If you don't mind, it's like, hey, I'll get, a, get bucket hey, look, this, t- this,
1: this tush <laughs> has gained some, some ga- gained some leverage through COVID here. This tush isn't being seen by anything but the personal trainer mm. from a six-foot distance. That's <laughs>
0: hilarious. <laughs> You know, um, how long have we've known each other? Well, remember? let's
1: see. Yes. So it would have been in, uh, 2014 or 15.
0: Oh, wow. Has it been that long?
1: Yes, it has.
0: Cause you were in television, right? Cause if I remember that was a, you went from, uh, the circumstances that how we met, it was kind of weird Well, it was interesting, um, from your side you were you were in the play and that was like stepping out of your 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 um your out of the norm cuz you were doing television if i know, if i remember mm-hmm. correctly what what was That's the tv right. sh- do you remember with the tv show that you were doing
1: uh i was i was up on qvc oh really mhm i never knew that yeah
0: okay can you can you name drop or no? can you name drop or null? No? well
1: i i can't name drop but i can tell you that uh what i was doing was I was doing the before and after. They have a, an entire legal process up there. Nothing goes on the air unless it's been tried.
0: Um, One of them,
2: okay.
1: Yeah. So um, I'm those girls that you see the before and after. You know, you put on your smile and your face is really pale, and yeah. then after, yeah, you look fantastic. So yeah, that was. That was me that's what I was doing gotcha. and, I mean I was doing other things at the time too but I was commuting back and forth because at the time it was a situation of you had to be at the photography studio on their QV the old QVC campus to have your photographs done and constantly monitored through the process
2: mm, okay
1: and so I was going from all the way up there down to... Philly was it Balak? Where were we? We were rehearsing way down somewhere in center city at the time. I forget. And it was, it was out of my comfort zone because even though I studied theater, I didn't physically do it. Mm. So Mm. my first theater gig was with you. Yeah. And we, yeah. And we (laughs) came together because they originally had another biracial couple in that play and they got rid of them. And we only had, I think it was eight weeks together before we went live.
0: I got a call. I actually, I was, I threw my name out there. I was like, you know, if there's something cool out there, you know, just keep me in mind. And they were like, yeah, okay, okay. And uh, I got a call, like, I got you something. I'm like, all right, cool. Uh, what is it? And he was like, you're going to be working with Chanel. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I didn't know or worked with her before, but I was like, all right, cool. I'll, whatever it is, I'll do it. And I got word that that I was like, person number two or three they, yep. they, they had someone before that just wasn't clicking <laughs> and i remember you talking he was like oh my god he and i just wasn't clicking i'm like what happened he was like Ugh, he was just not giving me what i need so what was it when you and i got together like how was that feeling from your i never oh i never really got the chance to ask you that question so you know i gotta hear from your the side
1: chemistry was like awesome are you kidding me
0: from day I one yeah yo, really... you
1: know, from day from one, day from day one, day one,
0: I remember. I think we walked in. I walked in there and I got the script, and they said, "Okay, so this is going to be your wife." And I looked at you, and you looked at me. We smiled and we laughed, and I was like, <laughs> "Oh, this is it. We're we're good. Let's go. Let's get this thing." And we,
1: and we did. We did. I mean, like, I you know what my my kids, my old my older son at the time, he went down to see it, and. And I always said to them, go to day, go to day two of the shows. At least let me get my jitters out day one, go day two. So they showed up day two. And when we were all leaving, um, my son said to me, mom, like those parts where you guys had to laugh, like you were laughing really hard. And I thought he was really going to give you a kiss. And I said, well, we were laughing really hard. Because that was like
2: that, <laughs> was like. that was us.
1: We, like, that was <laughs> us. And, and I said, and he almost did kiss me. But the humor behind it was the lines that followed, you know, after that. You know, right. it was a serious play. Right. But it also had a lot of humor. I, I knew nothing about it. Danny Donnelly called me and said, hey, would you be willing to go to this audition? They got rid of, you know, the other characters. And by the way, there's only eight weeks left. I'm like, how long have you? I've all been doing this. He's like, for the last couple of months. And I was like, well, hold on here. (laughs) How are we going to do
2: this? Right.
0: And I've
1: worked with Danny multiple times, you
0: know? You you know, he's someone that I definitely want to get on here as well such an amazing and a brilliant actor. He was our son. Oh, yeah. He was our son. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. <laughs> I know that cats, when they came to see that play, they were like, okay, there's Lou, there's Colleen, and then there's Danny.
2: <laughs> How does
1: that work
0: out? It was like, we made it happen, doggone it. We that made was it happen.
1: Good, that, was, that was a good, putting us three as one family was a good choice.
0: I do. It really I, was. Yeah, I agree. That was amazing stuff. Have you worked with Danny since then?
1: I worked with him after that, but um, Danny, you know, he, he's been busy doing his thing. I think everybody's kind of, you know, when Phil is, when Philadelphia stopped shooting um, last year, everybody that was working and would see one another, you know, kind of routinely everything just stopped.
2: Mm. And
1: now, so, and then, so we all kind of branched out to other states, hoping, you know, the agents. She books you or you book something on your own. And so now that it's getting busy again, I'm sure I'll see more of him, but this whole pandemic really took a toll on all of us. That it did.
0: That it did. It did. What have you been doing to compensate for? If not, you know, there's a lot of so much busy stuff, animation wise, and so much busy stuff with, you know, if you're, if you're like, you know, like, not in with the in-in, like, you gotta navigate and maneuver around to try to, like, get something. So, for you know, for you, like that's why I did the podcast thing. I was like, you know what, yeah. if, I, if I gotta do the radio thing, let me try to do the radio thing with this level, and then, you know, maneuver around. Hopefully someone would hear it that makes sense. It's like, yeah, this, 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 this plus this equals good stuff. So, what how's it been for you in, in getting gigs? Has it been still a, a, a challenge with your you know w- with your safety like for instance like you wouldn't i've heard so many stories is like i'm not walking in there unless it's you know 100% you know legit legit you know so what's what's been your um what's been the go to for you or if you just been on you know your your fallback you know i'm i'm curious to hear what's what's been the for the last i would say year for 2020
1: okay so you know i i learned um How to audition differently. I did do Zoom. A lot of them are Zoom. A lot of them are pre-recorded, and they give you the opportunity to videotape your own audition. And they give you, you know, like 72 hours.
2: That's not bad. To turn
1: that over. No, it's really not. Um, I finished last year pranked with the Jersey Boys. Really? Yes, I was on season one. And when I finished, it was, like, three days later, and that was in New York, lockdown happened. So, oh, wow. yeah, it, like, three days later, like, we were on the verge, and it was, it was really nerve-wracking being in New York, but three days later, it shut down, and I just took a different approach. I started doing voiceovers, like, looking for the auditions with voiceovers, and a lot of the casting was done via zoom because directors and producers were finding different ways ultimately to shoot as well. Right. You know, right. You, you, so I did do something through, um, shutdown with a director out in California, believe it or not. Wow. And they sent the camera and the microphone here and they actually shot zoom style. I don't know how they, you know, like managed to do it on their end, but that's how they shot it with us. So we did get to see all of the characters on the computer screen, and we did have the camera and the microphone sent to us. And that was really cool to do, you know, especially during, shut, you know, being, being shut down. It kind of brought a little bit of life right. you know, back into the house, kind of back into my soul. But yeah, I'm learning different ways. Even right now, auditions are being done virtually.
0: What when you so, said the, when you said the Zoom? Uh, a buddy of mine, we we shot his thesis film, and everything was via Zoom or uh, some type of like virtual um, virtual uh-huh. like uh, uh, integration. And right. he sent them, you know, he sent them both cameras, just like how your setup was. Sent them both cameras, sent them both, uh, like, uh, wireless mics. The
1: microphone. Mm-hmm. And
0: we all did. I tell you, it was supposed to be, like, just a three to four hour shoot. He was like, oh, we would get done. You know, we'll start at 10, we'll end, like, 3. We were on that Joker till about, like, 10 o'clock at night because it was just so much intricacy. Much fun. And, well, yeah. f- fun, yes, but just the, the technical aspects of it, like, you know it, it's directing through zoom no one's there so you got to tell the actor to do xyz positioning with the camera and then the director of photography they have to, you know the, the you know they have to tell the actor like hey, i need you to put it at this setting and you know so that's a learning curve cuz it's like well i don't even know what that is what what's aperture <laughs> it's like oh gotcha. i don't
1: know either right? i know you,
0: but the thing is you, it's it's just a brand new different way of, of doing film wise. So that's crazy that you would have said that that you did the same thing. So but you didn't have to do the technical stuff, did you? They just said it's already well, no. ready to rock
1: See, and roll for the you. Thing. See, my my husband is the tech guy. Okay. Oh, so cool. whenever there was a problem, she would say do do me a favor, please, and just go get your husband and have him check it? <laughs> so I would yell down the steps, you know, like, hey, honey. He's like, what now? I need help here. And, yeah, he, he did all of that for me. That's, I, I know nothing. I am not tech savvy you know, at all by awesome. any means.
0: So he was auditioning with you. So he was a part of, he was a part of it. There's the excitement right well, there. Well,
1: he doesn't like being a part of certain things like that. Uh. But, yeah, he was. Yeah.
0: <laughs> he was. <laughs> Well, besides that, was there any other like you know w- were you hard on yourself when there was the when those auditions came to be when you're doing the zoom auditions like I find that there's so many actors out there you know they they are super hard on themselves now because of the pandemic um even pr- prior to you know they were hard but now with the pandemic and doing the self taping and doing the auditions you know and trying to navigate it's like so many cats are just hard on themselves so many people are just super hard on themselves if you're one of them or if you've had that type of like you you found yourself in that place if you found yourself in that place you know how do you what do you do to navigate out of that like how do you get out of your own head when you get to that level of frustration if 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 it does come i know it does we
1: all have it it does Mm -hmm. in the beginning it had taken such a mental toll on me because i felt like i was going to be judged a little more harder doing a self-taped audition or a zoom audition because you're not face to face and time is a little more limited when they've got 10 other people behind you waiting to do the same audition wow and 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 i did feel as if like you know that wasn't my best I could have, well, we always, we all always feel like we could have done better when we've walked out, but in this particular situation with being home and the pandemic, I think just the frustration in itself of what was going on just made the process in auditioning even more difficult. Mm. You know, you're, 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 you're locked away. You're not happy with the situation. You can't control it. And how do you control an audition that you're doing yourself and you're not face to face? Right. If there's a question, you know, you need to answer it right then and there. They can't see your body language. They can't see the way, you know what I mean, you're presenting yourself. And then you doubt it. But then I also got to a point where I'm okay with doing it at home. As a matter of fact, I can't change what I can't change.
2: Mm. Mm. I
1: just put my best foot forward. And if it's not enough, or somebody does better, they deserve it. I'm not going to beat myself over the head. I hear that. I have to be comfortable with myself. And if I'm comfortable doing what I did and I like the end result, that's great. If I felt as if I could have done better, then it wasn't meant for me in the first place.
0: Mm. I, hey, preach that! Hey, now you're going to church you right know? there. Now you're taking us to church no, with it, that.
1: It, yeah, <laughs> I am. <laughs> I'm holding my hand up, so, but it's, it's, it's the truth. It's meant for somebody else. I, if I have to second guess myself, then it wasn't meant for me. And I've done a lot of that. I've done a lot of second guessing. You know, the rule of thumb is you can have a hundred auditions. You will only land one. You will only land one. If you land more than one out of the hundred that you're going to, that's pretty darn good. Right. That means, you know what I mean? That, I mean, that means you are, um, You're not worried about the rest of the world. You've got it. You're not second guessing yourself. You're standing there strong and powerful. So if it wasn't meant for me, it wasn't meant for me. If I'm second guessing myself or looking for ways that I could have done things better, then that gig was not meant for me.
0: (sighs) Man, that hit me in such a manner that you're just talking to my spirit. And uh, I hope the listeners out there are listening, you know, when they get that, that they feel the same way. Um, voiceover. You know, I, I personally, and I'm biased, and I, you know, I, I, I shouldn't be biased, but I don't give a damn. It's my show. I can do whatever I want. So I'm gonna be biased. I <laughs> can do whatever
2: you I want. I can do
0: whatever I want. I love your voice. How? How? I
2: love your voice.
0: No, I. This is not about me. This is this is not about your me. Voice. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, dear. You know I love you, wifey. But I, I, I love you right back. See right there, she loves me. She I really love you. Loves me. How <laughs> how has how has the audition aspect of of voiceovers been for you? Because I've see, I've heard a lot of actors, especially on Clubhouse, um, going and searching for rooms or going and searching for like just just something just out of their out of their norm. Like, what can I poke my head into? And I hear a lot of people that are just starting out to jumping into the the voiceover world so um what are you do you have your own booth um are you like where how how did you get that that part started because i you know as a person that loves doing all of this stuff anyway you know just performing and doing character work or whatever um like how did you how did you discover it, and is that something that you're like, you know what, even though I've done this, this is really, really cool. So like, hit me with any any jewel that you got from voiceover um, with so, that world.
1: I don't have a recording studio, nor do I have the money to build one. And when I do, <laughs> I will share it with you.
0: Please, by there all means.
1: Studios, there are studios. Um, there's a couple casting companies that have their own recording boxes. So if you land a gig, you can go and record there. You can do the voiceover there. Now, when I send in, if I get an audition for a voiceover, I have um, a a nice microphone. You you do have to put your money into a decent microphone. Right. And, of course, a decent program to be able to get rid of the noise and reduce noise reduction. Right. But I, believe it or not, (laughs) I have a cardboard box that I made three sides, like two sides and a front. And I put my computer and my microphone in there. I put my headset on, and long and behold, that's how I record.
0: Holy guacamole! Are you serious? There, I've seen. I've seen so many makeshift like voiceover. You know, then first they got the ones that are super professional. Like, you know, they cost like, you know, $700 or whatever. And then I am I hear like, yeah, you could just do this. And I'm like, no way. That's that can't work. So that's what you're doing.
1: Oh, that's what I do. Because jam. the only deal only because sound bounces. Right. I don't want any outside sound bouncing inside my little. Ball. Right. 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 So that's what I do. Wow.
0: Yeah. And you know, you are absolutely right. You do have to put in at least a little bit of, you know, just a couple of ducats just to set aside if you wanted to have at least a decent microphone and at least a decent, you know, software to run it so that way you can. But that's leaving a learning curve. Are you you using, I mean, is it you that's doing the editing or is it, you know, someone else that's doing it?
1: No, I've actually done my own editing and don't ask me how. I just know there's a program that I use, and when I'm done recording, I hit Amplify, and it tells different areas of where it needs to be amplified and where it needs to be reduced, and um, then I mix the track.
0: (laughs) What program is this? Are you a DJ over
2: there? No, I'm not. DJ Hawthorne?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I wish I was. Um, No, it came with um, one of, I don't know if it was a microphone or something I bought a long time, Audiosity, or it's just a plain, simple program, oh, and I just learned okay, how to, okay, okay. to use it. That's it, and, and I send it. Now, keep in mind, it's just a, a demo. If they were to say, you need to record at home, well, then I would end up picking up the phone and calling Mike Lemon or somebody like that. Can I rent your booth for an hour, right, or can right. I use your booth? Right, right. But that's, I used to hide in my closet, sit on the floor with my laptop and my microphone, and do it in my closet.
0: Wow! Wow!
1: Just to kick the noise down. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. The noise I'm
0: li- I'm learning myself with certain softwares, so you know, just jumping into this, it's like you you. There are there are free programs, but then there's the ones that are really really good that really like take care. They it takes care of all of the stuff. So, um, but the one thing that I did know was like, and hearing a lot of people that were um that were giving like tidbits of, like what to get. Uh, they did say, yeah, you're going to have there's no there's no cheap way around doing your voice, because if you want a crappy voice, get a crappy mic, you know, and then right. there there's there's your gig going to someone else because you decided to purchase something for 50 bucks versus just, you know, saving up. So that is very good to know. Wow. It is. Oh, mm-hmm. man. You know, <laughs> you are my hero. Do you know that you, you, you've all, there's so much stuff that you share with me over the years? It's like, yo. I could always count on count on someone like yourself. Just, add, if you could, just, just to the listeners, how important is it for relationship building with other artists? How important is that for, for you? Oh,
1: it's extremely important. It is extremely important to me because it's not just about making friends along the way, but to have a relationship with other artists in the business that have your back and you have them, that loyal friendship, you know you can go to that individual at any given time and seek advice and know that you're not going to be steered wrong. Mm. And it's really important to have that because there's a lot of people in the industry that want to give you advice, but they're steering you the wrong way.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. And,
1: and, and it is important. It, it, but you know what? It's also important to have those relationships long-term because it's, it's, isn't it always great to see somebody grow? I mean, we were talking before we went live about somebody you knew who is now making it big. Right. I mean, isn't it important to be able to say, oh, my God, I remember back when and still have that relationship? And to me, I value a friendship that I am taking with the other actors that I've developed through the, year, through the years, you included, and see where they go and how they've developed. It's like such an amazing learning tool, but it's also a sense of pride to know that you were a part of that ride with them. I, That's what I value.
0: I give the um I give this this mantra of um being a fan of your friends in this business. Be a true fan. Um, absolutely because if you are not a fan of them how do you expect them to be a fan of you
1: fan of you you know
0: what i mean and it's not and it's not like that cheesy fanboy fangirl type jazz it's like it's authentic because you've seen where they were and where they've been and even when we were seen
1: the struggles right the struggles too
0: remember when we were doing creed uh the second creed and we 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 were like you know I, hey, I was shocked and amazed that you were there. And it was like, oh, my God, my girl is here.
2: <laughs> I My
0: my whole entire world exploded when I saw you. I was like, oh, this is going to be a great day. Wait,
1: my world exploded when they put you and I next to one another. I'm like,
0: yeah, right. I don't I know. I don't have to sit next to some
2: other <laughs> people.
0: <laughs> sit with you. Yo, it was like. When you sit next to someone, when they pair you up, it's like, now you have to, you know, it's like, hi, you know, you don't know where their head's at. You know, you don't know if they're the professional or if they're just here just for lolly dollying it. When you showed up and they are like, oh, my God, yes. And they said, well, we need two people. We're like, us, us, right here. here." We had our hand raised. He's like, yeah, you two look good. You know, you guys got the whole outfit and, you know, you're shimmering and you look really, you know, with the suit and thing. Yeah, you guys go right ahead. And it, for whatever I, I, reason, Lewis,
1: you you
0: you looked really good. That no, I, I'm no. You look I, good every day. Listen, really I day. I saw, and this is no disrespect to your husband, but yeah, I was like, "This is my wifey for real, y'all." I was sitting there <laughs> looking at looking at Dolph, and I was like, "This this is what you need to get right here. This is what you need to get with right here." <laughs> I I miss those days, man. Those were some really good days, man. So, oh, well, I
1: hear ah. rumor there's one coming back.
0: I hear there's that they are coming
1: back. I just don't yeah. know
0: if it's going to be in L.A. or if it's going to be in Philly. That's the that's the that's the trick that we don't know because they ended the movie the second uh, installment. They ended it in L.A.
1: Oh, they did. did yeah. They? So, huh. who
0: knows? Mike's yeah, but really. Michael B. Jordan is actually directing this one, so it'll be a treat. It'll be a treat. He's such
1: an amazing guy, isn't he now? young and brilliant
0: beyond cool. And yeah. I, even though, you know, there was a scene that I was hoping to get, cause there was a scene that he and I were together in. I was hoping that they would keep it in the movie. Cause I would be like, yeah, y'all now who's the man. <laughs> See, now who I, is told it? You. Yeah, I told Yeah. Right. You.
1: you didn't believe but, me. See, I told you,
0: but that experience <laughs> alone was just so super cool. And, uh, yeah, I, it's something I never will forget. How are you? Yeah, are you use? Are you on Clubhouse?
1: I am not, but I will be now.
0: You do need to be on Clubhouse if you, especially, okay. if, especially if an iPhone. Like when we get off, yeah. I'll, 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 uh, I'll get Send walking through the stuff. Yeah, it's super easy. Okay. I've got like ten um, invites that they give. So like, once you get on it, and they say, you know, who do you think would you recommend that would be on that would benefit from this? Uh, they mm-hmm. send you like a certain amount of invites, but after a while you start becoming more, you know, you get, you gain more. So I'm like, I have all these invites and I have, I'm not using it. So why not well, give it to you me one. Oh,
1: yeah. you already
0: know. You already <laughs> know how we do. So, uh, if you had to give, you know, actors, sometimes that we really don't realize like what it takes to be just not just successful, but relevant in this business. Mm-hmm. Um, what gem could you give to the listeners you know that would help them on their journey you know we all have different pathways we all have different stories but the end result is that we're all trying to get to Hollywood because Hollywood will always Mm be Hollywood
3: Hollywood, uh, what, what,
0: what, what would be a gem that you would drop to the listeners out there that that you know would benefit from getting this gem
1: so gem meaning advice
0: advice jewels okay one-ups, one to grow on, anything?
1: First and foremost, you need to be level-headed. You need to have tough skin because you're going to win some and you're going to lose some. You need to be focused. And when I say focused, I'm talking not just about your art, but the art around you, the people around you. It's important to remember that they're there for the same reason as well. I would suggest, and this is just me, when I say keeping a level head, there are a lot of people that will sit and brag when you're in a waiting room or you're waiting to be placed on set that talks about how they've done this and how they've done that and they've done this and they've been here. Mm -hmm, That's mm -hmm. irrelevant at that particular point. You're not here because of what you did. You're here because you got a job to do today. So make that day relevant. Bragging about all the other stuff that you have have done isn't going to put you in a better disposition when you're on set that day. So you need to focus about that day, that day only. And most importantly, understand that things don't happen at night. It takes Perseverance and it takes time and never give up. Just because today or five years down the road you're not sitting on set in LA doesn't mean it's not going to happen. You need to be patient and understand that it, it doesn't come to you, you have to go to it. So, you know, knocking down all the doors that you can, but do it politely. It's, it's, you know what, I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be cautious on how I say, say things. <laughs>
0: um, no, this it is. It seems
1: like everything anymore is very um, political.
0: Right. Or, but you want the things that are
1: going on. <clears throat> You're on the lowest right. of all
0: experience. So you, 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 you right. are giving exactly what it is that people are knowing. Because there's someone that's on the other side of this, that's listening. They're like, yeah, yeah, I need that. So. You know, you while you have to be wh- very wh-
1: mindful of your situation like right. when when you go in. Do your research first of all. Do your research if you're going to go and you're going to do an audition, and your audition is someplace on uh, 52nd Street and Park Avenue in New York City. the The, the most important thing you want to do is research that company. Know a little bit about their demographic. Know a little bit about their background. You know, that little button that says about on their website, click on it, learn a little bit about what it is that you're going in front of and then be mindful when you're there. Um, It's it's important to do your research no matter where you're going. I mean, I do, I do it all the time.
2: Mm. I
1: do it all the time. I would like to know a little bit about who it is that I'm going in front of. And uh, having that little bit of information kind of helps with the audition process because you're mindful of now. Who it is that you're performing in front of. Does that make any sense? It
0: makes absolute sense. Uh, absolute sense, girl. What? Who needed that? Who needed that word? <laughs> I know someone out there needed that word. Um so we've come to this part of the show where yes. I I ask uh well, first and foremost, thank you so much for that gem. Uh I needed thank that. You. I know someone else needed that, you know, when they're listening to it, but uh so we we are coming to the part of the show where I ask what's called the questions. Oh what, are the, what are the questions you're saying? So uh-huh. <laughs> there was a point of time where we all tuned in uh, to the actor's studio and mm-hmm. we would watch and listen to, at that then, the late James Lipton, who would then ask questions, these set of questions to his actors uh, before he turns the actor over to the students. Um I know, knowing that he has now transitioned, uh, I've said, wow, you know, wouldn't that be cool if I could ask my friends this these questions? Because when would they ever get an opportunity to have these asked to them, you know, since James is no longer with us? So I said, well, maybe I could be that torch carrier, bearer, t- torch. Of course you, you know, can. Running, Carrying the torch, right? So if you would, indulge me, if I may, mm-hmm. asking you, the question
1: tread lightly <laughs> I'm kidding <laughs>
0: <laughs> Colleen let's start
1: yes mm-hmm.
0: what is your favorite word stop what is your least favorite word no it's many of us <laughs> <laughs> what excites you or what turns you on
1: oh <laughs> <laughs> well i can't say that um eating i'm I, gonna say sex but that would be inappropriate right no
0: this is the of okay. all experience you can say whatever you want <laughs> <laughs> that's what
1: turns you on do it say it sex turns me on that's it next
0: <laughs> what uh that's We, we, we have, we, you are, you are my spirit animal, by the way, with that answer. Um, You are my spinner. You are definitely my spirit animal. Uh, (laughs) What turns you off? Deceit. Mm. What sound or noise do you love?
1: The sound of children.
0: And what sound or noise do you absolutely
1: despise? Oh, the sound or the noise that I absolutely despise. Oh, I don't like when people belch in public.
0: Well, all right.
1: (laughs) Sorry, but it's belching.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you did mention that you would be a nurse, but uh, let's say if you weren't an actress and nurse, you know, cut the nurse out, what other, what would be a profession other than those two would you attempt to do?
1: Probably. I would have been a lawyer.
0: I can see that. I, definitely I would have been a lawyer.
1: That. I did study a little bit of law. And I did go to nursing school. I uh, unfortunately dropped out eight weeks before graduation due to a complication in my pregnancy with oh. my last son. So, yes, I still, I work in the medical field. I'm yeah, 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 yeah. Working in the medical field. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. I, I, but I know that. But, you know, if just to sway the question away from what you've already been yeah. doing, what would it be? Lawyer? I would have been I, a lawyer. Yeah, I could see that. I could see you playing one, too. Like Oh,
1: I would love to do I that. I could see
0: that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what profession would you absolutely not want to do or you would despise doing?
1: I can't be a stripper. I don't have the body for it. <laughs> sorry.
2: i don't have i don't this have the body the either to
1: <laughs> i don't have it I'm either being truthful.
0: <laughs> oh wait a minute now oh sorry i'm I, I gotta i gotta stop that wait a minute now don't don't shut yourself sell See? yourself short now okay Not no be for, you, oh my god listen there's someone out there that would be got like. more
1: cellulite. It looks, it looks like a road map Listen, on
0: my leg. I've no. seen, there's a lot. There's <laughs> someone else that'd be, that would look at you and be like, yo, I want her body. So don't and sell I'd yourself say, short.
1: Thank you, but I'll take it to the eye doctor and pay for the exam. But I couldn't be a stripper. That's a fact.
0: <laughs> and lastly, if heaven exists, what would mm-hmm. you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? I love you. Wow! I have never heard that. That is such a mm-hmm. dope answer.
1: Because I believe there is a heaven and there's a god, so that's all I want to hear when I get there. Is I love you.
0: <sighs> yeah, that that's that's dope. That that was dope.
2: That was dope.
0: <laughs> Colleen, ah oh, man, Lewis. I I want to take this time to just thank my most honored guest, Colleen. Who I've known for such a long time and it's just so glad to get her insight her thoughts her gems her everything uh thank you for giving me your time and showing love to the show today I you know I simply cannot thank you enough but you know you really mean the world to me and I truly truly thank you
2: for being Aww, on the
1: show you mean love the you world so much. to me too and I love you and I hope we can talk again soon you got to
0: come back yes absolutely I You're-
1: will absolutely
0: And now, a moment of poetry.
3: Eighteen candles shimmer under the glow of moonlight. Trinkling drops of wax in your arms, I'm relaxed. I feel your heart pounding in sync with Drums, piano, bass, and smooth groove jazz sax. Speakers vibrate this room as incense smoke dances to its harmonious rhythm and mellow tune. I see our shadows off the glowing amber wall. As your fingertips caress my chest, assizing like soft waterfalls, as I share poems of love's discovery and ebony ecstasy, embracing our glow of energy. I'm in tune with your melody. My true luxury is the memory of first meeting you, chatting over ginseng, herbal tea, sharing mixtures of poetry and aromatherapy recipes, ideas of raspberry, honey sticks, and how many licks. <laughs> you are my greatest inspiration for poetry, love, and all its purity, truly a rarity, no more thoughts of dwelling in life's love's fantasies wrapped into you filling this reality. Incense, herbal tea, candles, poems, you and
0: me. That was Michael Melvin with his piece, Incense, herbal tea, candles, poems, you and me. From his book, Prelude to Life Poetry, for more of his work, you can check out his website, memelvinfilms.com. There you can see more of his work and you can purchase his book. On behalf of the Lewis All Experience, we say thank you to all of you who are listening. And if you are new here, please subscribe to the podcast. That way you'll never miss out on any of our future episodes with these awesome, amazing and wonderful guests that are emerging on the scene. Check us out on Instagram at the Experience. Leave a message or share what you think about the show, and who is your wish list guest that we should have on? You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, and now iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. So until we meet again, be blessed, create, and as always, rock steady. The lowest of all experience is a production of Soul Magic Studios.